very next installment of Abnormal Pies. Um, this show's topic, we will be talking about mystics, psychics, and all types of mysticism. Is it real? Is it not? Is it something that we should incur in our daily lives? Is it something that we should add into what we do normally? Um, I am joined by none other than your friendly neighborhood, Shelby Crotor. We are down one host this week. The lovely Jordan Lynn Epperson is taking some much-needed mommy time and um, hopefully is relaxing and enjoying herself. And we will hopefully see her on the next couple of shows here. But until then, you have us. Lucky you. Um, I don't know, Shelves, coming off of the hiatus of our out-of-town trip to Massachusetts and the Salem Witch Trials and everything, I feel like this is a, this is a long time coming, this topic. We've kind of grazed over it different times and talked about it at different times. And I'm kind of happy to be doing this. I, I think I got a lot of input on this one, which I'm sure will surprise a lot of our listeners, uh, believe it or not. Oh, for sure. I think even the trip to Salem kind of made us want to do it even more. Oh, yeah. Literally, you just walk down the streets and there's mediums everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's like some type of, if, if, if not one type of medium, another, which, yeah, it kind of just invoked us to, to go into this as the next topic. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited to be touching on this subject. Um, Psychics, mediums, mystics, mysticism. All right, let's get right into the meat and potatoes of this. Um, matter of fact, you know, I, we'll start off with some questions because, you know, I always have some type of questions. All the questions. All the questions with very little answers, unfortunately. Sometimes we are left with big question marks. But um, I think we'll get a few on this one. Um, all right, my first question. When we first started, you know, doing the research for this topic, what to you was the most interesting encounter or or what did you find to be the most interesting about mysticism psychics like was it just the the unknown like the things that we don't know like being able to tell the future or was there something very specific about um being a psychic medium or being um a person who uses psychic powers to be able to tell the future what about that interested you the most um I think what interested me the most was definitely the unknown aspect of it. Cause it's something I've always been fascinated with. Like, is this real type of thing? Cause obviously you see so many scams and stuff out there. And so a part of me, obviously I do believe like in spirits and ghosts and stuff like that. So I'm like, there has to be people that are sensitive to that type of thing. Cause I mean, there are people that have, like, synesthesia that, like, are able to, like, see and, like, taste colors and stuff like that, which obviously those are completely different things, but obviously they're, like, more sensitive to that type of thing. And so I feel like there probably are people out there that are more sensitive than other people. So a part of me really wants to believe in this, but obviously... I'm not like full on board because I feel like I need that like evidential proof like for myself. Right. Okay. Like, because I mean, especially when you're watching like the media and stuff like that, that that stuff is usually edited. Like they take out like all the like little tricks and stuff that they're doing. And then I mean, obviously you see on like America's Got Talent and stuff like that when they have like mystics and stuff like that. Obviously it's more of a magic trick when they're doing that type of thing. So I'm like, is this just like some big magic trick or is there like actual people that are able to do this? I feel like um, it would be responsible of us 
to um, talk about the differences between a psychic medium and like someone who kind of like what you were saying, a mystic. Oh, for sure. Um, so a psychic medium, to my knowledge, is basically what it says. It's a medium. It's a middle point between the realms, as it were. So the living and the dead. So if you have already died and are no longer a living corporeal being, then these people communicate in between those who have already died and those who are still alive. Therefore, calling themselves mediums. A mystic, to me personally, is someone who kind of is encompassed of these different uh, contacts. Either someone who can contact the dead through spiritual or supernatural means, or someone who's, like you said, is a little more sensitive to that realm, mm -hmm. whereas most people would not be. Um, and that's just my loose definition. Obviously, if you guys know more or have more information on that definition, please feel free to correct me as I don't know everything yet. I'm working on it, but I don't know everything yet. What? Ian doesn't know everything? I'll never admit that again in public. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the first time I have heard of this. <laughs> well, you know, just for this, just for this one communication, I can, I can just, just this one time, just this one time. Cause you know, <laughs> we're talking psychics to me, me personally. I'm like, you know, this is a subject that, um, matter of fact, you know, before I even get into me, I'm going to go ahead and ask my second question. Um, are you Mulder or Scully here? Like we're going to go Mulder meter Scullyometer on this one. Are you, do you believe in that line? Do you believe in that ability to be able to not only talk to the dead, but to be able to predict the future or, or have clairvoyance to a degree or be able to move things with your mind, telepathy, um, telekinesis, these different things I believe are all encompassed in being a mystic because mm -hmm. basically it's learning how to use your body and your brain to a capacity to which most human beings cannot. Mm -hmm. um, from what I understand, most of these abilities are already latent and, and we possess them. Like this isn't something like, this isn't like, you know, of course we're huge comic book fans and comic nerds. So we have our X-Men's, our Charles Xavier's, our Jean Grey's, um, you know, Static Shock and these different people who use electrolysis and, and, and different types of energy to be able to manipulate matter or, or move things with their mind. Um, so this isn't something we have not been exposed to in one medium or another. My thing is here in this corporeal real dimension that we live in every day, do you think that this is something that is possible? Do you think that people are, people's brains are, are that advanced to where they can see the future, move things with their minds, uh, be able to commune with, um, you know, people that are non-living or non-corporeal beings? Is this, are you Mulder or Scully on this? And why? Oh man, I so I feel like I fall in between the two. I feel like I am not on either scale. I am definitely a skeptic, but I am not a cynic. So obviously, skinic like skinics, <laughs> cynics, <laughs> cynics re refuse to even like be open to it. Like no matter how many like facts or evidence and stuff you throw at them, they refuse to believe it, and their minds will not be changed. I am more of a skeptic but i am willing to be open to it because obviously i feel like there are people out there that can do this type of thing but the media and everything is just so cluttered with so many scam artists that it's hard to like fully be like in that and like fully 
be committed to the fact that there are people out there. So I definitely am more of a skeptic in this, but I am willing to have my mind like be changed or like my opinion be changed about this. Okay. And I personally have not sought out to see one for myself because I'm I'm a little scared. Obviously, yes, sometimes they can be a little pricey. And I know sometimes they overcharge you and stuff. And I do know, like, because I obviously have loved ones that have passed away. And I'm just worried that it might do more harm than good. Like, if I fall into, the like, the wrong hands of a scam artist instead of someone that actually knows how to do this. I feel like that it will just kind of, like, tarnish, like, that already, like, kind of belief I have. But then I'm also worried that it's going to leave a sour taste in my mouth when I think about my loved ones. And, you know, that's the, that's another thing. Um, speaking sp specifically about psychic mediums, do we want to hear what our past ancestors may have to say about some of our <laughs> more recent choices? And I mean, how, how much of, of our lives can they see? How much... Of, of our activities are they aware of like is because <laughs> there's just some things you know i don't want to talk to my past ancestors about i don't want them to know about you know so it's like Oof, i don't want them to call me out on like what are you doing with your life <laughs> <laughs> so last so last wednesday uh there were some whips and chains involved we were just wondering is everything okay like you don't want to talk to your <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I wasn't even thinking along those lines. I was I mean, more you, so thinking you, like, but you uh -oh. got. But unfortunately, this is this is the realm that we're dealing with. Like, I thought they were more so going to bring up, "Hey, you've been sitting in your bed for like ten hours eating Doritos and watching Naruto. <laughs> is everything okay?" <laughs> and that's my thing is we don't know what they're gonna see because this is a this is a realm. Oh, okay, all right. Hold on before I get into that. All right, we're gonna go on to my, my third question because I wanna finish our third question and do our commercials and then obviously get into- um, Our rants. Yeah, our we, gotta, we gotta be able to get into it. So, um, all right, so so you're you're a skeptic that wants to be changed on the subject. You, you're, you, you, you understand that this could be a real thing, but you are allowing room for proof and evidentiary uh, findings, correct? Yes. Okay, yes, that's fair sure. enough. Um, for me, I'm full on Mulder. Um, I believe to a degree why, well, uh, it, it kind of is a layer belief because if you believe in spirits and ghosts, um, the afterlife in general is, is a thing past this corporeal life that we have. I believe the, in the sound scientific theory that energy cannot be destroyed. Um, and I believe every person carries a soul with them or what we uh, have defined as a soul. And I believe that energy lives on past the physical body. That being the case, this is something that I believe, like I believe my own name. I believe that every person has a soul. Every person has some type of energy signature that they are allowed to carry throughout time. And I think that that's something that's fluid and, and does not end with the, with the physical flesh. Um, that being said, um, I do believe that that energy doesn't die. And if it, if it sticks around after the body is gone, are there people that can see this energy or be able to communicate with it? That's completely possible. That's in my, in my opinion, it's completely possible for that to happen. Now, 
moving on to mystics and people who can tell the future and be able to tell you what's going to happen to you. I believe that that is also something that is very, I believe 100% in clairvoyance because I've actually had instances in my life where I've had it. So it's not something that is up for debate for me. Clairvoyance is a real thing. Um, it's, it's something that people can and probably have experienced and don't even realize it, which of course we're going to get into why I think so. Oh, and I mean, and I've, I've heard of this theory where like everyone had, like everyone has the ability to be sensitive to this type of thing. And they say that deja vu is this type of thing. It definitely like, is. That's, it, that's it, specifically exactly. what I was speaking about. Or I know some people talk about how like they they have like a dream or something and then like the dream ends up coming true. Like I feel like everyone has the ability to be in touch with that side, but obviously we're all so closed off to this type of thing. And I know especially uh, people talk about how there are more female mediums than male mediums. And that's also because I know men growing up, they're taught to not be emotional and they're kind of closed off from that empathetic part of themselves because they're not allowed to show emotions. They're not allowed to like be vulnerable. So that's why I believe you see a lot more females that are open to this type of uh, gift, I would say, because obviously they're, they're more in tune with those type of like emotions and stuff like that. So, I mean, that that's just my theory, but I feel like everyone has the capacity to have this type of uh, feelings and reactions and stuff, but we're all just very closed off to that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, for me, um, again, and like I said, I, this is something that I do not need convincing of. Um, I believe 100% that clairvoyance is a real thing that people um, can and are able to be able, you know, to communicate with things that are about to happen or can or already have happened, depending on how time works, because it's another thing. Um, you know, the, our, our concept of what time is, and how that works is, is something that I think we don't really understand. I think that we we do the best that we can based off of what's available to us as far as information is concerned. But yeah, outside of of us not knowing too too much as far as like being able to um, pinpoint exactly in the future where these things will happen. And I mean, what is what's what's next month's Powerball number is going to be? Like these are obviously things that if we had these abilities, we would you know, take advantage of, which if everyone, you know, on the planet is capable to some degree or not to be able to access this type of, you know, information and power, it ch kind of changes the game some, you know, if all of us can access next month's Powerballs, does it, it you know, does it become uh, a moot point at that point? Like if, if we're able to do so, and, and if we are, um, how does that make the rest of the world look and why can't we tap into this power again? Is it like what Shelby said? Is it more about um, being in tune with an emotional, more spiritual side of yourself? And if so, um, how do you do that? And I believe that's what we're going to be getting into as well as talking about some of our favorite mystics, clair um, clairvoyance and uh, psychics throughout time. Um, we're going to pay some bills first and I give a good shout out to Epic Airways and Amalgamation for keeping the lights on and keeping us going here. Um, and we're gonna pay some bills and do some uh, commercialization, 
<laughs> and we're going to come right back and get into our target discussion. So uh, we'll be right back. In a world where you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, a nation of nerds unites to bring you something truly epic. Amalgamation is proud to present the Epic Airways Podcast Network, featuring great shows such as Amalgacast, Epic Tales Podcast, The Not-So-Super Dudes, Anime a la carte, Epic Tales of the Sewer, Amalgophiles, and the Fantastic Podcast. And welcome back to the Amalga Files, where Shelby and I are talking about mystics, clairvoyants, psychic readers, future tellers, and all that good stuff. Um, okay. There is obviously a real and a not so real side of all of this. Um, we've had our Miss Cleos. I, I don't know if you remember, I know you're kind of young, but there was this um, psychic years back named Miss Cleo who had this horrible um, Caribbean accent. I mean, it was just a terrible attempt. Oh, I, I was, when I was doing my research, she, she had came up. So ah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So you know, Miss Cleo. Oh, yes. <laughs> And um, I, I fortunately am so old that I remember these infomercials in the middle of the night and she would come on and she had this like terrible, I, I grew up around people from the islands. Um, I went to church um, with a largely Jamaican um, congregation. So I am very, very. She adapt- had that, uh, that Jar Jar Binks accent. Yeah, she got a. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Oh, God damn it, Shelby. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It okay, was no, right no. there. No, that's, that's pretty good. No, she did. She had the Jar Jar Binks accent. It was like, it was definitely not Bob Marley. It was, it was, it was Shabba. It was not Shabba Ranks. It was Jar Jar Binks. That's, that's awesome. It was wild that um you, you made that comparison because it was like, you can, I, I mean, obviously then I could tell that she wasn't, you know, what she was trying to portray herself to be mostly because of her horrible accent, but the fact that she like used this, um, um, I, I don't, I want to call it a genre of, of being to manipulate and, and rob people of their money, basically telling them that she was the psychic that could tell them about their future. And, um, you know, it's a very vulnerable thing, you know, for a human being to, uh, to need, to need to know what's going to happen, to need to know what may come of the future. Um, some of us need to know because we're just so worried and, and afraid, um, you know, dealing with our everyday lives. We need to know if there's going to be a break, if we're ever going to be able to um, have any kind of, um, you know, uh, fortune, any, any, any awesome things that might happen to us. And so when you have people who are predators for this and kind of like, you know, sit back and go, well, I know, that eventually someone will call this hotline because someone will be so scared or someone will be so, you know, in need of information or comfort that they will come to me. And when they do, I'll make sure that I could hold this over their head in order to be able to use it for a financial gain. It's, it's sad. It's sad that you would have someone, you know, and that's people, unfortunately, um, they, they just, you know, left to our own devices. We are not the greatest all the time. 
And it just sucks because you think about it and you want better for us, but that is what we're left with. So given this, how do you navigate, Shelby? How do you how do you know who is not Miss Cleo and who, you know, is the actual genuine art article? You know what I mean? People that have this ability and want to share it with people just because of the simple fact that they can. You know, hey, look, I, I can I can give you some information that might save you from making a mistake or going in a wrong direction. Why not, you know, just give it to you because I don't want to see you go in a bad direction or, or get hurt or whatever, you know? And it's like, uh, to me, that's what I would do with this gift if I was able to have it. So what do you think about that? The the contrast between the Miss Cleos and the, and, the, and the genuine articles of this world. Like, how do you, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like people definitely need to watch for these clear red flags but obviously a lot of these like uh like con artists and stuff they are targeting people that are in a very vulnerable place in their lives whether it's like a breakup or a divorce or even like a loved one that had passed away um i know when i was doing my research on top of obviously miss cleo there was many other people like uh for instance gina marie marks she went by natalie miller uh she had convinced people to pay over $340,000 for her services. And she would request people to put thousands of dollars in cash or designer handbags on an altar just like for people to get these readings from her. And another woman, she was actually charged of uh, felony grand larceny because she had scammed victims out of over $800,000. And like, she had told this woman that she had to buy her a 9.2 carat diamond ring if she ever wanted to find love again. And just stuff like that is absolutely horrible. Like you're taking these people that are recently divorced or going through heartbreak and you're telling them that the only way they'll find love again is if you buy something very expensive. Like that, that is so insane to me. And another big thing people need to watch out for is like, there are psychics and mediums that are doing in like tricks. Like, like I had mentioned before, there are mystics out there that do this more of like a magic trick type thing because it, it, it's very easy to them. So how they do this is by reading body language. So essentially they make claims that pretty much could apply to anyone. And the vaguer they are, like the easier it is to kind of target in on someone. And essentially they have, the clients themselves play along like the, they're making the clients do the work for them uh essentially they're like oh i i see a name it it, it starts with a c or or is it a k, or is it a k and they're, they're like oh yes i know someone that starts with a k and they're like oh what, was this your father or someone who knew your father oh your mother's father yes yes it's clear now type of thing like that's that's essentially how it goes is like the vaguer they are and they essentially have the clients do the work for them and if they're they're a little off track if they are that vague they're able to backtrack in a sense and like cover up their mistakes like say they're saying they're speaking with their client's mother oh the mother's still alive oh it must have been someone that knew the mother well type of thing <laughs> or or a mother <laughs> or or a mother or uh 
Oh, you're about you to, make, to know any mothers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're about to make a big decision in your life. And they're like, no. Oh, it must have been a big decision that happened earlier in the year. Or, or your past life, perhaps. It, exactly. Like they, they keep it very vague. Right. And they watch for like subtle reactions that might reveal like big details in someone's life. Like they're pretty much waiting to see a client respond, which I know this is also something that police use in like a interrogation type thing. Yeah, they, like, I was actually just about to bring that it, up. That this is it, something that uh, that is uh, an often practice in law enforcement where they don't have answers and they need them, so they try to get exactly. them from you without asking you directly. They're they're looking for like simple shifts in body language, facial expressions, and just other little subtle. Yeah, they're cues. called tells. They're called, exactly. Yeah, they're called tells. Most people, uh, a lot of a lot of people who are really good at poker. Exactly. Um, and they, are, they do you know, this type of thing like absolutely. to to make sure that they're on the right track. Right. And I even I even know some psychics that if uh, a psychic is like working in an audience, they get information ahead of time, like especially like big like talk shows like I know like the Long Island Medium and stuff like that, where they will do readings of people in the audience. They'll pick someone ahead of time and get information beforehand so that way when oh they yeah yeah they'll have you fill out a small questionnaire or they'll ask exactly. you you know the pedigree you know a person's pedigree information and i can't i can't stress this enough to those um i think shelby kind of glazed over this which is something i want to kind of um double backtrack on and, and make a little more and highlight for you guys um protecting your personal information from people yes this is why this is important um Outside of the fact that you're just supposed to do it any goddamn way, like this is, I mean, you're just supposed to protect your personal information. But here's a really good reason why you want to protect your personal information because even with the smallest amount, your address, your name, uh, what your favorite food is, uh, uh, you know, your your sisters and brothers' names, your mom's name, you know, this little bit of information used incorrectly, you know, can can convince a person, you know, to you know, fall, you know, for these, these, these more, uh, these more fake or, you know, not true, you know, with any real power psychics that, that don't know anything with just that little bit of information, they can, they can lead you to believe that they know a lot about you. Um, if you give me enough information and I know a little bit about you, I can convince you that I know more than, you know, and, and if I sit there and, and like Shelby said, read your body language or, you know, notice that there's um, a little bit of discoloration in your ring finger where a ring used to be. And, you know, the same tactics, again, that we said, like detectives and, and, and law enforcement use to be able to interrogate and, uh, and uh, use these different things to, uh, you know, go after criminals. Like it's all it's all the same thing. So you have to be careful that people don't use these same techniques on you. You know, and, and keep your personal information safeguarded. Don't give up these things to people just for any reason. Like, I know it's kind of uh, common practice in the world we live in of instant gratification, where all you got to do is put your name, your address, your email address, and your credit card, and you can pretty much have access to anything you want from the comfort of your home without ever leaving. So I get it. I got the need and the want to kind of, you know, be able to have that convenience in your life, but, but safeguard your personal information because you never know who's going to use it against you and it can be used against you like make no mistake about it this isn't like some i don't have my tinfoil hat on today per, per se 
I'm not actually wearing it, but you know, yes, it, that makes a lot of sense to be that paranoid because it's only paranoia if they're really not out to get you. <laughs> so, well, you I know. mean, you also have to think a lot of these people are in it for the money. Like oh, I didn't yeah. realize until doing my research that like the medium psychic industry, it is a $2.2 billion dollar industry and most mediums especially ones like on hotlines and stuff like that they they charge like billions of dollars and most of those mediums take half of the profits like that is absolutely insane to me so definitely if you want to seek out a psychic and medium type one definitely do not go for one that's more pricey because you think oh like the more expensive they are probably the better they are well, I don't think that's the case. I think that people that are more genuine with this type of thing, they're not going to be asking for big donations and stuff or like that. Or anything at all. Like Or anything. Like, point, right. Is there there are many. Other people don't have. Help other people out, you know? Exactly. Um, I don't know if anyone is an Anthony Padilla fan. I know I am. But he <laughs> actually did an interview with uh, psychics. And like he had these three everyday people on there that had worked like that work as psychics and he had interviewed them. And again, they weren't asking for donations. They simply were just talking about their point of view and what it is they really do. And even on the show, there was a woman that had gave him a psychic reading and you could tell that she was gen she was a genuine person because of how specific she was with her details. She wasn't very vague or anything like that. She like scarily accurate type of details. And see, this is the thing. This is the, to me, this is the most dangerous part because like I said, I'm Mulder here. I believe there's, you cannot convince me otherwise that clairvoyancy, being able to tell the future, these are real things. This is not something where I'm like on the fence about it or I personally have experienced instances and moments in my life where um i had a dream about something and actually the house that i live in right now is um a, a, one of the examples um i had a dream in my house that i was in this house that i was in um i had a dream about a certain room with certain things on the wall and one of my animals was literally walking through the room and i was talking to someone who was standing in my kitchen and this is not the first time this has happened to me. This has happened to me more than once. But um, I had this kind of dream. I don't remember if I was asleep or if I was awake when I had it. But I had this, this dream years before I had ever even moved to this town. And I was like living an hour away from where I live now. So it wasn't like I was living at 234 Rushmore and then ended up at 336 Rushmore. You know what I mean? Like I'm this is an hour away from where I was living currently, you know, at the time that I had this dream. Um, I didn't even know the person who I, who I was talking to in the kitchen at the time. Like I did not know who they were at the time that I had this dream. As well as I do know them now, I had no idea who this person was back when I had this dream. And then the day that I found myself standing in my kitchen, having this conversation, it came back, completely came back to me as if I had just had the dream that day. And I remembered having it. So, whether or not people are able to tell the future to, for, to me personally is just not up for debate. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's happened. Um, and um, obviously in small, you know, instances like that with me. Um, so can that ability be harnessed? Can a person 
hone themselves and train themselves to be able to access that type of uh, sight or foresight, you know, at will. And I don't know. Uh, I know it's real. So that's enough for me to be able to believe that a person can hone and use that ability, you know, in certain instances to be able to tell someone, hey, look, don't go to Baltimore uh, January of next year. You know, just don't go because they, they had some kind of, you know, warning that something bad was going to happen. So I decide not to go and nothing bad happens to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe this. This is just something that I think can and does happen in everyday life. So there's no need to convince me or, or try to convince me of otherwise. I believe it. Now, that being said, the flip side of that coin is knowing that it's real someone like me who is completely convinced or someone who is just learning about these things or wants to learn about these things, um, you know, they're a lot more vulnerable, like Shelby said, to these, 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 uh, the only word I could think to describe them is predators. People who, you know, know that you just recently had a loss and you're, you know, cause people will look you up, you know, they'll, they'll go online and look up your Facebook history and see that your aunt just died last year. Well, and the, the crazy thing is, is so this had recently happened to me. So obviously I'm a veteran in the military and actually one of my therapists had checked my social media and stuff beforehand. I had no knowledge of this, but then he just started bringing up things in my social life. And I was like, wait, how does he know this information? He had even told me, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, wait, what? Right. So if a therapist I have never spoken to before knows that much about right exactly knows that much about me if you make an appointment with a medium and stuff they easily can do the same thing they easily can scroll through your social media see what's going on in your life check out like some of your hobbies and stuff like that that you're doing and they can already get so much information about you ahead of time that when they are like oh we we've never met before type of thing but i know all this information they're so like they're able to trick you so oh, yeah. easily with just scrolling through your Facebook page or your Twitter page. Or just paying attention. Sometimes just paying enough attention to a person, you know what I mean? Is like, is, is enough to be able to, you know, be able to learn a lot about them. Like just watching it, what they do. Exactly. And- like I'm sure like certain topics might be like a little bit more sensitive towards people. And I'm like, even just bringing up like a very vague type thing and, again like watching that type of reaction you're able to kind like of all the harness we in. have with our dogs you know what i exactly, mean exactly and like just target so in on that specific like i know thing. this person loves animals so I'll, I'll you know i'll use that in my you know and, that, and that's something that's completely possible because the second you bring up animals with me i'm already my guards are down oh my gosh when i was like, doing okay, my we'll research do something bad to the puppies when, when I was when I was doing my research, there are pet mediums. There are people saying that oh they can God. speak to your dead animals. That that absolutely blows my mind because I'm like, again, you you can't actually speak with your animals. I know we love them to death, but people that are trying to target in on people that have like had their pets pass away because again, like our pets are our family. Now, if you would and- now, if one of these people would have caught me. The month that my dog, uh, obviously, I have my the two dogs I have now. Um, I have the son of one of my dogs that died. If he would have contacted me the month that my dog died, I'd have given him ten bucks to be able to talk to my dog for ten minutes. It, exactly. Like <laughs> again, and it it's the same thing with this. Like people that are in a very vulnerable place when like losing a loved one, they obviously want answers. Like 
they want things that were or left just to know unsaid. that they did okay or, or it, that exactly for that they're you know whatever just that that comfort you know is is a dangerous thing it's a heady tonic it's something that people don't mind using to their advantage and you have to be careful you got to be you got to safeguard yourself against that so people when you're exploring this as we often do here on the amalga files research definitely research and yeah. so I also want to say, speak with a therapist as well. That is always a fantastic option, especially if you are grieving and you are in that very vulnerable place. Speak to an actual licensed professional first and speak with them about how you're feeling and make sure you're in an emotional, like stable place before you seek out someone like this. But Shelby, what if, what if, you're, what if you're the type of person that does like doctors? What if you don't I'm want a head shrinker running around in your brain? Okay, so I mean, I, I'm not a fan of doctors. I, I personally see a therapist. Okay. And I'm like, I, I feel like everyone should at least see a therapist at some point in their life. Because even but I think, if. I, but I think what you're, I think overall, even if you take the therapy, therapist section out of it, I think what you're, what you're saying is be grounded. Get yourself grounded. It, exactly. Sure you're not even vulnerable. If, even if you don't want to speak to a therapist, speak to a friend. Speak someone to someone, that, yeah, someone you can trust. Someone, someone you trust. Yeah, there exactly. you go. That you can kind of get yourself grounded so that you're not more susceptible to this predatory practice of people. Exactly. Make, make sure that you're in an emotionally strong place yes. before seeking out someone like this because otherwise they're going to harness on that grief. That right. you are and having in your life. You. Exactly. And again, it could do more harm than good for you. So definitely make sure that you're in a good place to even seek out these people first. Okay. Well, I think we've covered that section pretty thoroughly. Let's move on to some of the real, um, the more real side of um, these happenings and, and, and abilities. Um, I personally would like to talk about the power of the brain a little bit and how some of these abilities come about before we get into some of our, cause I'm actually um, going to say the last couple of minutes for um, our ability to be able to talk about different, uh, you know, psychics and mediums and people who have become famous throughout time for being very close to the best at doing this kind of thing. Um, so before we get into that, I kind of want to talk about, um, I want to talk about telekinesis. This I think to me is the most interesting of you know the, the the mental powers that I've heard of and with you know throughout my time, um, I have never personally um, witnessed this, so I'm not a hundred percent on if telekinesis is real. I do believe in the power of the mind. I believe that we don't know much about our brains, even like as as far as doctors and neurosurgeons and scientists and all of that are concerned. I, I believe we're just scratching the surface of what the human brain can do. Like, I think that we don't have any idea really of the capacity of what the human mind can do. So that being said, um, being that the brain is an organ, you know, an organ that is pretty self-sustaining and the fact that it's encased inside your skull and completely hidden from the world around it. And it's able to, from the inside of that type of environment, construct your reality to a degree where you're able to have conversations and be able to speak to people and be able to interact and, and, and have functions, motor functions and be able to move around. Your brain's able to do this from a place where it never really sees or touches this, this corporeal world that it pretty much is, you know, 
the the main nervous center of, of all of it. You're like the only way you're able to even see and hear and taste and smell is because your brain interacts with the world around you from inside of your body. So it never touches these things, but still has this intimate connection to it. So that being said, I do believe that the, that the overall power of that organ is something that we just don't understand. So telekinesis um, is the supposed ability to move objects at a distance by mental power or other non-physical means, meaning it may not have to be. All right, one of my favorite superheroes, um, obviously because of the milestone gargantuan impact it had on um, comics in general, um, you know, Static Shock is a is obviously a, a superhero that has um, electrokinesis where he's the the static electricity in his body is so over amplified that he can use it to shoot bolts of electricity or use it to move objects around. And I always thought that was really cool as a superpower because it was based on a very real scientific kind of standpoint. Like everyone's been shocked when they touched a, a, a metal doorknob. Everyone's you know, felt the 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 pull between them and a rubber balloon when they're kind of like they do that trick where the hair stands up on with the rubber balloon. Everyone knows that they uh, produce a very small electromagnetic field. Like there are medical instruments and um and scientific instruments that are based off of this electrical field. So we know that our bodies produce some kind of energy. Wouldn't it be cool if you could use that energy to move objects across, like if you could flick the light switch off from across the room using just that energy or be able to pick up a, and float a pencil would be with using just that energy. So it's not to me a big leap. Like like if you can if you can if it's so powerful that it can shock you by touching a, a metal object, why wouldn't it be so powerful that you can lift a pencil? Or be able to flick a light switch off. You know what I mean? Like these are all things that I make this bridge and this gap to. But I kind of wanted to get your perspective on it, Shelby. What do you think about specifically telekinesis and using the mind, the power of the mind to be able to see around corners and lift objects or be able to manipulate objects, be able to change the channels on your TV with just the power of your mind? Is this something that you think is possible? And if so, you know, how did you come across your research when you were, uh, how did you come across in your research on that topic? Um, so when it comes to psychokinesis or telekinesis, I personally do not believe in this at all. So the reason for this is like, I know many uh, physicists and philosophers have said that You're obviously- my bubble here a little bit. Shelley. I know, I'm sorry. I, I'm like a lot of physicists and philosophers have said that uh, telekinesis, it violates the principle that the mind can't act directly on matter. Like I know it, kind of interferes with a lot of laws of physics. And I mean, so me personally, I see this as more of a magic trick type thing. I know you see a lot of telekinesis people go on reality shows or like talent shows and stuff like that. To me, I personally see this as just a magic trick, essentially. I don't think this is something that someone can actually do. Because I mean, again, it just violates so many things of physics that my mind just can't comprehend this. Obviously, I believe that it is possible for people to speak with the dead or be able to uh, be sensitive to that type of thing. But being able to move something with your mind, now, that, that's a little little out there, even for me. Okay. So I, I'm definitely going to have to disagree with you on All that right, one, Ian. Just because I, 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 I think I they have to transmit so much energy 
to be able to do something like that, that my mind just cannot comprehend someone actually being able to do this that isn't faked for the sake of like a magic trick. Okay. All right. So this is something I feel like we're going to have to revisit this. I think that I'm going to have to come up with some evidence. I'm going to convince you. I'm gonna, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm because I, I am a know. skeptic. I am never a snick. So if if Ian can present me with evidence, I will gladly. All right, I'm gonna. I think I'm mind. gonna take on that task. I think I'm gonna do a lot more research on specifically this part of the topic. Obviously, we're 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 over encompassing by talking about mystics and clerics and clairvoyance and things of that nature. But I think I'm gonna revisit this only because I'm interested very much. So, like, I feel like. I feel like there's a lot more of a possibility of that happening only because I understand a little bit more about the the manipulation of the body's natural magnetic and electromagnetic fields and things of that nature, the energy that we do carry. And to me personally, it's like, okay, I believe that, all right, like here's, here's here. Okay. Give me, let me give you a, a, a small example. You ever notice how there are people in your life um where when you're with them sometimes physically sometimes um just being in the same space with them you feel better like there's a sense of relief that there's a sense of safety even or some type of comfort when you're around this specific person like this one person in your life i'm sure you felt something like that before correct wait what was that i no i'm saying have you ever felt that before have you ever felt like being around another person or a human being, like specifically one person, you feel comforted or or safer or or just better when you're around that person. Like there's just this aura about them or this energy about them. When you feel when you're around them, you feel better. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, for sure. Okay. Now here's where again this line for me gets towed. Now let's 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 go. Let's let's travel down this rabbit hole a little bit. If that's possible, and obviously it is from what you just said. It's possible to be able to feel that feeling of comfort, of safety, of something. Just you feel better being around this person. What if it's not the person? What if it's not like their uh, personality, their makeup that's making you feel that way? What if it is their energy, their their aura, their... And, and this has happened around people that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like where I get close to them or I get you know, around them. And it's like, I don't know this person, but there's just something about them that feels good. Something about them that feels familiar, that feels safe, that feels, uh, whether I explore that or not is my, is up to me, but the feeling is there. So my thing is, can that energy as well be harnessed and manipulated and, you know, how to, to like, let's say if I had went through a really bad trauma and this person, you know, was aware that they were making me feel good, you know, or, or their ability to be able to do so. And like, you know, they decided to go into that part of the medical field where they, you know, were uh, a, a therapist or, you know, someone of that nature that didn't, you know, just didn't, you know, want to profit off of their, their gift the way that other people do, but use it in that kind of way where you just feel right talking to this person or be around this person. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's where that ability kind of lies for me. And, and if you flip it to the, the more telekinesis and and side where a person can move stuff with their mind. People that do magic tricks, you know, like people like David Blaine. Obviously, he was doing. He was more of an illusionist than like a you know a, a, a self proclaimed magician. But even someone who knows sleight of hand and the ability to be able to fool a person's mind that well, you know, is that not in itself 
this ability to be able to, uh, you know, travel within the contours of the mind and hide in angles and places where it fools the person into believing that you can make their own body float or uh, be able to break steel with their bare hands or whatever the illusion is like that in and of itself, I believe is ability. So how far down does that go? You know what I mean? How do you, how, where's the line in between that and being able to float a pencil in a room with just the power of your mind? Like that's, you, do you see where I'm coming from? And the reason why I brought this up is just, I wanted to show you where the contrast was. Um, so I mean, think- I, I definitely believe like where you're coming from. I do think everyone has their own type of aura about them. I know I had mentioned uh, synesthesia before, uh, I know many synesthesia people, obviously they can see colors. Some people even see like and associate colors with people. But when it comes to like mentalism and like telekinesis and stuff like that, I feel like it is more in the realm of magic and special effects because obviously when it comes, to, again, I, I've studied special effects so I can kind of like pinpoint that type of thing out. I know many uh, illusionists and stuff like that Obviously, they're using special props and they're using special things, obviously, to trick people type of thing. So, again, it's just a trick and a special effect to me. It's not something that they're actually doing. So they're not actually bending a spoon. They're not actually levitating someone. They're using wires. They're using uh, mirrors and stuff like that. Like They're using things to trick our eyes into believing that we think it is real. Okay. I, I don't think it is something that can actually be done without the help of those of, of special of those effects. Images. Okay. All right. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to see if we can get that question answered. And also later on, um, not only in the comments, we're going to share the, this um, experience, but we're also going to uh, share it with you guys right now. We're going to leave. I actually, I'm going to call uh, the California psychics and have a reading done just to kind of, you know, show everyone what that experience is kind of like and let them know exactly how I feel about it. Um, I've already set up the appointment um, to make the call and everything. So that's a little tidbit for you guys as well. It will be added within the show. So be paying attention. Um, My psychic experience or my psychic reading (laughs) will be public knowledge. I'll I'll make sure that that they don't (laughs) give up too much personal information, but I am going to be very open and allow this to happen so that, you know, just for the the research purposes and to let people know that this is a thing that, you know, can be done if it's something that you want. So I'll let you guys know in the comments and communicate with you guys about my experience. Feel free to ask any questions within the comments of this post and um, let me know what you guys think about my psychic reading when you hear it as well um well shelby i think that that pretty much covers it um and gives us a pretty wide uh, variation of all the different aspects of mysticism and mentalism and all these different things oh i'm like i, I feel like we barely scratched the surface oh, of, as far as the as far as yeah proof and, and oh yeah and, and, and i'm that, sure yeah, there, there's like, some things we we haven't touched on like i know people that believe in like tarot card reading and people that like believe in all this other type of stuff. Okay, like I so know there, I there's believe, more forms. So with tarot card reading, using these different agents, I believe that that's just science and astrology, which is something we were just about to get into because I was going to go into um, the figure that I most was interested with, which was Nostradamus throughout um, my research. Um, this guy being alive so such a long time ago and him having such a well-spread knowledge of being able to see things um, so further off in the future. So um, 
that's a good subject. We can go ahead and just jump right into that. I just wanted to say that we covered the telekinesis portion of it pretty well. And I wanted to kind of, Oh, go for through. sure. Yeah. But, um, so tarot card reading and using other, uh, magics or not magics you know i don't want to call tarot card reading magics because it's just like astrology it's not a magics thing it's not a mystic thing it's the stars it's science it's literally using nature um to man's uh or to bend to man's will to be able to uh chart courses and understand cycles and understand different you know things that we see every day so i don't think that tarot cards are I don't really label those as mystic things because it's a science someone made based off of a tree or a king or a dead guy or whatever, whatever that they used to, you know, map out this, this way of being able to tell things or, or, or see things. You know what I mean? I don't dis, I don't really just discount those things. I think the ability to use them and the responsibility in using them is something that is unfortunately not taken into consideration all the time. And it's become something that's a little more mainstream. And now every, you know, goth chick that's put on some eyeshadows, you know, trying to read your palm or, you know, tell you your future uh, for, to that degree, I think that it's a little unsafe and, and, and not something that I think should be in well practice or, or in large practice, but people that, that use these sciences or explore these sciences or learn or gain this knowledge, I don't, discount it because I think that there are ways to use the stars or to use different signs that are around you and different energies and, and, and different things like of that nature to be able to chart a path or be able to see things that, that may come. I think we do it every day on the weather channel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that there's much difference between tarot card reading and using a satellite. I think that it's just different tools for the same trade. You know, I, I think it's just being able to use different mediums to predict or loosely predict what will happen in the near future. So, you know, if the weatherman's not real, then the tarot card guy isn't real. You know what I mean? If the, you know, if the psychic guy isn't real, then the doctor who tells me, you know, what I should do for my future and my family, maybe he's not real either, you know? So there's those lines for me. How do you feel about it? So I definitely think out of all the things we've talked about, I think tarot card reading is definitely the most harmless one. Uh, because like you said, it's more of a prediction or an insight to the past, present, and the future. I know there's a lovely woman on my Facebook page that actually does live tarot card readings. I, I won't put her name out there, but if anyone is interested in that type of thing, I, I can share that with you. But again, it's more so being able to read these type of cards. And obviously they're not like trying to like delve into people's past or anything. They're essentially just laying out the cards and telling them what, what they mean. They're not trying to say, oh, I, I'm speaking to your dead grandma or, oh, this has to do with this particular thing in their life. They're essentially just uh, pretty much putting an energy or like an aura into these cards. And I know it, I, I there's tarot cards everywhere like anyone can buy these like I know there's like type uh simple books and stuff out there if people want to get into that type of thing so I definitely think out of everyone this is definitely the most harmless type of one and if that is something people are interested in because like you said it has to do with like the stars and astrology and uh different things like that and like different symbolisms and stuff like that I definitely think it is 
the more harmless type of one. And I definitely think it is the one that also, I, I don't want to say can be manipulated in a way, because obviously since it is very easy to get into and also can be very vague, like obviously different cards can mean different things. And I know some tarot card readers can kind of push that towards their agenda. Because I mean, again, like the other things we were talking about with mediums and stuff like that, they they bend this type of thing to their agenda. And I know it's the same with tarot card readers, but I know in my experience, I've met more genuine tarot card readers than I have uh, mediums. So I definitely think that's why if people were to want to kind of know where the stars align for them, because I know a lot of people are very much into astrology, their zodiac signs, that type of thing. And I feel like that is a topic in and of itself. Oh yeah, it's just zodiacs and stuff like that, and I feel well, like tarot our astrology cards... in and of itself is something that would take it would take oh, a whole for, show for to sure. kind of be able to pinpoint and explain that in mm-hmm. general, which is why I thought Nostradamus was such a uh, challenging figure to look up and mm-hmm. and you know as far as the people that were more interesting when um, dealing with this topic, um, it's a real thing. Astrology is a real thing. It's something mankind has used since the mm-hmm. dawn of man you know, to be able to chart courses and be able to tell. So can the stars tell you things about the future? Can they tell you things about the past? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, and I definitely feel like tarot cards is the hardest to try and fake, especially because like, I mean, unless you're like a pro at like, like again, magic and like shuffling cards and putting them out there like that. I definitely think this is the hardest to try and fake because again like unless you know what card like is going to be played or like put out or whatever you can't really try and bend that because i mean again it's it's randomized it's up to chance and so if people believe in that type of thing i mean again i think this is the more harmless one out of all of them okay agreed and and i'm gonna follow that up with astrology i think astrology is a real thing i think that it's a simple science that man has used since the dawn of man and um it can only be bad if you're trying to curse the moon or, or, or destroy, you know, this. The- again, that's a topic <laughs> in and of itself is like, like, I know we had touched on it, obviously in our, our Salem cast is like people that are tampering with like witchcraft and stuff and trying to hex the moon, like stop. Yeah. Like, like, stop, yeah, people. like people, yeah. People that, that loosely learn these things, tarot cards and uh, there it's a science, but it's a very powerful science something I mean, that again and it's also a religion like obviously paganism is a very like real religion stuff and obviously many people believe in like the nature the moon the stars type of thing right. and to blindly try and do things that people have been practicing for centuries like yeah like don't the, don't mess with yeah, things that not, you don't yeah. know about you don't want to do that it's going to be bad for everybody and unfortunately you have so many people who don't believe in that and it's a big joke and it's like whatever and they kind of and that kind of offsets the balance of those people that that are responsible and don't feel that way you know what i'm saying so it's like you have this horrible conundrum of you know when is this appropriate when it's not and who is it appropriate to be used by and so you get into all of that so i, I overall i'm going to agree with you and i'm going to say uh, those practices and sciences should be taken should be taken with a grain of salt, but at the same time, should be taken mm-hmm. in. Like it, exactly, don't 
don't mess with it without doing your research first. And I think it's the same with tarot cards. Obviously, they're not as dangerous as trying to do spells and hexes and obviously witchcraft and stuff like that. It's not as dangerous, but definitely be careful when you come like do this type of thing. Because obviously you're you're still doing predictions and you're still doing things that some people take very like too hard and take very extremely. And then the responsibility so, and the consequences. Um, it, exactly, like of those things. Like the way I understand magic to work is that it's the manipulation and transmogrif transmogrification of matter through will. So basically, if that's what we're saying it is and we're looking at it, you have to think about it. There's an exchange there. Um, you know what I mean? There's a consequence there. How that gets magnified throughout what you're doing is based off of how large of a task you're trying to, you know, input into these energies and magics and different things. You know, be, you know, be responsible for not only what you're doing, but the outcome. Cause you never know. You never know what what what's gonna happen. Like we don't know how. You know that's the thing I love about Amalgophiles is we never take a stance of. You know we have our own personal opinions, but the show and 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 the overall premise is we don't outright. We're, we're not taking sides. We can't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We, we can't take sides because there's just so much. There's so much side to have, you know what I mean? <laughs> that we that we're with trying to share that with everyone, you know. We're, we're essentially here to show our findings, like put both sides out there and let people make the decisions for right. themselves. Like the we're not we're not trying to convince anyone to take our opinions as the gospel truth. Like we're we're just telling you what what we found out, guys. Well, we, yeah, what well, we learned. That's it. So Again, with that in mind, like, you know, this is not something I'm trying to discourage anybody from or learning about or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, let's 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 uh, <laughs> let's be responsible and do it, you know, in a way that might be healthy and, and, you know, respectful to the craft in general. Because, you know, I believe in the saying of, you know, people dealing with with powers and, 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 and energies that they cannot comprehend or understand and. I believe that's a very real thing. I've seen it happen in real life where, you know, people go into things that they're not aware of, you know, the type of danger or the type of, you know, uh, overall, you know, what they're putting themselves into. And they just kind of leap into these things and then they get kind of caught up in what's happening. And it's like, oh, well, had I would have known, you know, that sniffing this substance up my nose might lead to me having a, a heart attack at the age of 21. You know, maybe I would not have done this. You know what I mean? And that kind of foresight when it comes to these same kind of energies, these same kind of powers, it's like, you know, the danger is very real. <laughs> maybe not as physical as the as the first example, but the dangers are very real. So, again, take these things with a grain of salt and always with responsibility and knowledge. I mean, of, of course, we always, always stress here on Amalga Files is do your research. Please do Please. your research twice. Do your, do your research. Even talk to people that maybe know things about that. Like, yeah, ask it, questions. Ask questions. Always ask questions. The only like, stupid question is the one you don't ask. Exactly. Like, do your research. And if you can, like, talk to an expert. Like, find someone that does tarot cards and has been doing this for a while. Like, again, look at different avenues before trying to travel down one. Like, look at all options. 
Okay. Well, before we um, well, we'll get into the final portion of our cast. Um, who was one of the more? I mean, because I know you say you did a little bit of research on different, um, different mediums and different people. Who was the most interesting to you? Like when you saw, you know, this person's ability or or what they were able to do. Who did, who did you find to be the most like made you really want to look into their their craft and what it is that they do? Oh man. I mean, and it's okay if you have more than one. You can name more than one. I just, I just wanted to kind of glaze over a few names and uh, talk about why. Um, I mean, it, it's very hard to kind of like pick one out and say that I'm interested in. I know, obviously, a very like famous one is Tyler Henry. I know he's like known as like the celebrity medium and stuff like that. And I, I've seen some videos and stuff of him being very specific in his details and I, I've uh, watched videos and stuff of him where he even keeps himself like he doesn't drink alcohol he doesn't smoke and stuff like that he keeps his body very clean okay. is is how I heard it was was described essentially like he keeps essentially his temple he keeps it very clean because he sees himself as a vessel which I'm like I I understand, but then a part of me, like, it's it's still hard for me to believe, especially someone that is so in the spotlight, especially in Hollywood, and obviously he does readings for celebrities. He's known as a celebrity medium, so it's very hard to get on board with that type of thing, but I do know, um, like I said, watching uh, Anthony Padilla's video, uh, he, he did... Um, uh, he had interviewed three, th- three real mediums, and I know there uh, was a woman on there. Uh, I believe her name was Colby. I believe uh, I was very interested in her because all of the things she had talked about. Again, she she hasn't done this her entire life. I guess before she became a medium, she was a professional wrestler, which I thought was very fascinating. Okay, but again, like she had talked about how was something that she thought she was crazy for at first and then again just like watching the interview and seeing like how genuine she was and then again she ended up doing a psychic reading for him and was very specific in her details so she wasn't trying to be very vague and latch on to things like that she was like scarily like detailed in her answers and you could tell that he was getting flustered at how specific she was so I definitely think she was very real and very genuine Mm -hmm. and I feel like out of all the mediums I had saw she is probably the one I would want to look into more research on because again like it's it's very hard to find real people out there and I feel like out of all the videos and stuff I had saw I definitely can get more I I feel like I'm more convinced with her than I would be with other people but I mean so so out of like all the mediums I feel like those two definitely intrigued me the most just for how specific they are because again like I I can't stand people trying to scam like everyone or whatever and being very vague and stuff in their details and I'm like that that's more so what I saw in my findings was more scam artists Okay. Then I did genuine mediums. And I'm like, so th- these are just the two that I feel like are more genuine, but I definitely would want to do more research. And again, I'm going to be a skeptic until I have evidence myself 
I feel like I feel like the only way I would be wholeheartedly on the medium train is if I personally had a reading done and witnessed it firsthand. I feel like that's the only way I can be a hundred percent convinced, you know? Okay, no, no, I understand completely what you mean. Um and that need for the balance in these things because there's such a side that you can't see and don't understand so i, I get it completely like you have to have that that completely the, the evidentiary side just like you have you know the inquisitive side it has to be equaled out so i i, I definitely agree with the more research side um for me it was I, I, again I, I mentioned them before it was nostradamus um and the reason for him and the reason why i picked him being one of the more interesting ones is because here's a guy <laughs> and I think as far as like psychics and mediums and mystics go, it's those guys who are just so good at what they do that they don't, they don't have to like sell themselves. They don't have to like make you, you know, they, they say something, they, they give you a piece of information. It either happens or you understand why they gave it to you. And you need, you need this person to do this for you again. And that's who pretty much Nostradamus was during his time. He was just this guy who like, um, you know, started a medical practice. Like he went to medical school. He wanted to be a doctor. Um, and that didn't work out for him. Actually, he never finished medical school. So he just kind of like took his practices and the knowledge that he had and started helping people anyway. Like, you know, he, he didn't make it through medical school. So he said, you know what? I didn't go to medical school. I, I, you know, I don't need someone else to tell me that I can help people. So he did that. He just decided to start helping people and, 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 you know, learning more, like, you know, continuing to educate himself. So eventually his practices like were renowned because there was like this plague in different parts of France where he was that he helped combat these different plagues with his medical knowledge. And he was successful in doing it. Like these, this was like, I mean, in a time where we're going through, a worldwide pandemic. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> the um, contrast of this uh, situation and him being able to do this is a lot more, <laughs> it echoes a lot more true now, like where the hell is this guy now um, kind of thing. But yeah, it was like he back then he really helped combat these different diseases and with, you know, with these medical practices that were pretty much off the book. So that gave him this, you know, reputation that ended up with him being in, you know, the court of the queen at the time where like, they heard about what he was doing and they were like, bring this guy here. Like we need him around us, like, you know, to find out what's going on. And that, you know, he started giving um, astrological and um, um, horoscopic uh, readings to her children. And, um, you know, letting her, letting them know, you know, how, what was gonna happen during their, um, their birthdays and you know different times of the year and things that might you know events that might happen and these things started to become true so this guy was looked at you know a little bit differently you know he knew more than the average guy you know so you wanted him around and then it went from that to him actually giving predictions into the future and how those predictions were kind of weighed out and how they kind of you know are looked at as did this guy know that this was going to happen like did he have an idea that these things would come true. And I'm going to put a list of some of the predictions that he did have in, in the comments in this post. And I definitely want to know what you guys think about it, but that's what made me look at him the most and why I find him the most interesting because he wasn't some 
you know, he didn't like say, all right, give me a satchel of gold and I'll hook you up and let you know how many cows you're going to have. Or, you know, uh, give me, you know, bring me this, you know, make me a small idol and um, I'll let you know if that's the woman you're going to, you know, stay with for the rest of your life. Like, this is not how he, despite the fact that the medical profession at the time told him at the time, you know, you're not good enough to help people. You know, he decided to do it anyway. And I think it was in that spirit and in that overall consciousness that he found the ability to be able to do all these other things that he, because his, his intent, you know what I mean? Like was, was something that needed, that needed power behind it. You know what I mean? Cause that's how we should be anyway. We should be willing to help our fellow man or, or do something just to, you know, because it's right. And he kind of did that. And I thought that was kind of awesome of, of that kind of, you know, how he, that's how he became famous. And I thought that was dope. So that's why he ended up being the most um, interesting to me. And I, I really do find some of his findings to be pretty eerie. Like for him to be able to, to, to pinpoint some things happening the way that they did, it's eerie to say the very least, true or not. It's definitely eerie that he was that close in description and, and understanding. And this is a guy who lived during the 1500s. Like this, <laughs> this isn't <laughs> like this guy wasn't around any time. Like this is thousands of years ago. You know what I mean? Where this guy was around. So, and I mean, so as you were talking, it made me think of an, another thing that just kind of like, helps the idea of mystics being real is that there are actually like uh like murders and like children abductions that were solved due to mystics like um i i think in i know in the 80s uh there there was a, a a woman or whatever that had helped police find the murderer of a woman or whatever she had said she had saw visions of uh this woman and like where her body was and she actually helped police find them and stuff like that again they weren't asking for money they weren't asking for anything like that they genuinely had came and said hey i saw these things like please please investigate it and like stuff like that it's kind of hard to try and combat against that because again they weren't getting anything out of it and they actually helped police like find these missing people or like these bodies and stuff Right. And so stuff like that, it, it's evidence like that, that you just, you can't overlook. Right. Some, and it's, it's very hard to discount and say, ah, well, you know, it's, it's the mirrors. Like, again, like how, how would they know something <laughs> like that? Like, a, like a 40 something year old woman that saw visions of this woman being like tortured and beaten, like finding out where her body is. Like, again, how would someone that had no correlation with this person or knew nothing about the investigation know these intricate details right right and that's and that's again where i think that power lies it's not just in suggestion and yeah it could be used negatively but i do believe that there are a lot of instances where it isn't so let us know what you think um either leave a voicemail call us up or um you know let us know in the comments what you think about psychic medium, some of your experiences. Um, and let me know what you think about my psychic call, which will definitely be posted in the comments so that you guys can kind of, I, I can't wait to see what <laughs> what the group oh. members have to say about that. You know, Oh, uh, I, I'm so ready. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. So I'm sure everyone's gonna enjoy that part of it, but um, uh, that will be posted in the comments and um, I can't wait to see what you guys think about that. And um, thank you all for join, tuning in and listening to us um, on this episode of The Amalgam File, season two, episode three. 
<clears throat> oh, no, I'm sorry, episode two of season two. Um, our next show, we have not decided on a topic yet. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a surprise. I guess you're going to have to be a clairvoyant <laughs> to figure out what exactly. we're going to be talking about on the next show. We're actually, we're going to have some promotions leading up to it. Um, so stay tuned and just uh, be aware. We're going to let you know what the next topic is going to be about. Oh, def definitely let us know in the comments as well if there's anything that you guys want to hear us talk about as well. Oh, yeah. If there's um, anything you guys want us to cover or, 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 or show topics that you think, I think we're going to go um, back in a few shows past and get a um, good reading. I definitely want to do Life on Other worlds again or kind of do the second part to that i'm really interested from where i understand that's going to be coming up this spring but um, i'm looking forward to that but there's going to be other topics and if there's anything again you want us to go over or research or learn about please let us know we would love to take on topics. oh i i definitely know one that had been brought up to me is that the world is like a simulation type thing like i know the big conspiracy that like birds aren't real and stuff oh, like, like the, that the I, matrix, basically. yeah the matrix type okay. thing how we're living in a simulation i think that'd be a fun one as well but i mean there, there's so many good show topics that has been oh. brought up to us that we're, we're definitely gonna have to shuffle you know through as a that. matter of fact i think that's a good idea i think that we should allow our listeners from this show in the comments to pick the topic to the next show i think we should allow them i think we should give them the the, the ability to be able to pick what they want to hear us talk about next oh for sure and i'm sure we can like pick a couple and then even put it up for a poll for everyone Ah, we do need the poll. The polls. Yeah, we didn't do one for, for Mystics. Um, no. I know we did a, a brief discussion on Facebook, but we didn't do a poll for Mystics. So yeah, we'll do a poll for what the next show topic is going to be. And we will take suggestions from there and let you guys know what we choose and keep you guys updated on when the next show will be coming out. It'll be somewhere in mid-January. So be paying attention. And um, again, thank you guys for tuning in and listening in. We can't wait to join you guys on our next show and hear from you guys on this one and let us know what you think. Um, shout out to all of our listeners, all of our um, online uh, family as well. Shout out to Epic Airways and Amalgamation. Um, you guys are awesome and uh, we can't wait to see you on the next show. So take care until then. Be safe out there. And um, wear your masks. Yeah, wear your mask. Wear your mask, people. Social distances and, you know, see your doctor if you're, if you're feeling any kind of under the weather, you know, just take the trip and, you know, get your get your readings, get get your tests done, do what you got to do. Stay safe so that we can um, continue to interact and, and see you guys healthy and, and prosperous. And um, in that spirit, we will see you guys on the next show.